In Genesis 49, where Jacob is on his deathbed and he calls his sons to his bedside, one by one, Jacob prophesies over his sons. And we won't take time to go over all of those, but all of the prophecies did come true. And the most fascinating and undeniable prophecy given by Jacob around 1700 BC, as we read in Genesis 49, was that which was spoken in regard to his son Judah. In Genesis 49:8, Jacob's prophecy began saying, Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. And then this amazing prophecy is found in verse 10. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come. And unto him shall the gathering of the people be. Shiloh refers to Messiah. And 700 years later, we read in 1 Samuel 16:13 that the prophet Samuel anointed a young man named David to be king. David was of the tribe of Judah. So at that point, the scepter landed upon the tribe of Judah. And yes, some point out that Samuel could have picked someone from Judah on purpose in order to force fulfill Jacob's prophecy. As absurd as that sounds, and in spite of the fact that the Bible never mentioned such a thing actually happening, um, but in, in that prophecy, it says the scepter, which refers to the right and authority of the throne of the kingdom of Israel, would not depart from Judah until Shiloh, or Messiah, arrives. Now, what's amazing about that is two things. Uh, first, the royal lineage remained intact right up to the point that Jesus was born. He was the adopted son of Joseph of the tribe of Judah. That's found in Matthew chapter 1 giving Jesus the legal right to the throne of David. And Jesus was also born of Mary, a virgin of the tribe of Judah. That's found in Luke chapter 3. That makes him the correct bloodline and lineage, or what we might say DNA. And the second thing about this prophecy being fulfilled is that after Jesus, in 70 AD, all the records were destroyed. Since that time, when Rome came in and destroyed the Hall of Records, it's been impossible for anyone to prove that they had a legal right to sit on the throne of David or that they were of the right lineage. There's no way Jesus could have force fulfilled such a prophecy um, or that anyone else could have orchestrated all of this. Any such claims are just beyond absurd. A man born of an Israelite virgin of the tribe of Judah was adopted by an Israelite man of the tribe of Judah just before the temple and entire city of Jerusalem was destroyed by an invading Roman army. And that army destroyed the Hall of Records. And it made it impossible that anyone else would ever be able to prove that they had a right to the throne of David. If Jesus isn't the Messiah King, who will one day sit on the throne of David as King of Israel to rule over the Messianic Kingdom as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, there'll never be such a Messiah. But Jesus is that Messiah King, and if you reject Him as King, you will one day find that He has returned and is ruling over the Kingdom of Israel. But at that point, this amazing evidence for God will do you no good. 
On the other hand, if you will recognize and admit how incredibly amazing this prophecy and its fulfillment has been, repenting toward God with faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ and trusting in His shed blood in death on the cross as payment for your sins and in His bodily resurrection from the dead as the victory over sin and death for all who believe, you will be saved. The bottom line is that Jacob's amazing prophecy in Genesis 49 verse 10 is fulfilled in the person, the life, and the work of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, King of Israel. This fulfilled prophecy with yet future fulfillment is beyond explanation other than the obvious reality that it came from God and as such is evidence for God.